Hi, my name is Alex Keon, and thank you for tuning in to Mentor Moments. I've personally been fortunate to have a great mentor in my life who has literally changed the trajectory of my career. However, I know that not every young person will have that same opportunity or experience. That's why I've created this podcast to give you rare access to executives and leaders who will share insightful advice to help you on your personal and professional growth journeys. This episode, we're joined by Bill Colley. He is the chairman and CEO of Colley Partners, a full service commercial real estate company. And he is a veteran of the Dallas real estate market, having launched and bought several firms over the decades of his career. Mr. Colley, thank you so much for joining us today. Happy to be here, Alex. I always think it's fascinating to start these interviews off by talking about what your aspirations were from a young age. So what did you want to be when you were growing up? You know, I'm one of the few people you'll meet that from a very early age knew exactly what I wanted to do. I had a very close relationship with my father growing up. My dad was in the real estate business, but we were in a really small town. So like when I was a young kid and people were playing, if we were playing cops and robbers or we were playing firemen, I was always a real estate guy. I didn't know what that meant, but I knew from an early age, I wanted to be an owner or developer of real estate. So like I've got four kids and I talk to them and they have no idea what they want to do. But for me, it was always the die was cast. I wanted to be a real estate developer. And luckily enough, I ended up there. That's incredible that you had that vision from such an early age. Many people wonder how you get to the level of success that you're at. So what was your process for setting goals to accomplish that dream you had? You know, I was always a big goal setter. I was always very driven. I always felt like I could do better than I was doing. And so the one thing about knowing what you want to do, I never wavered. In my career, there were many lean years and I had opportunities to go take a safe job or a steady paycheck. And many of my peers that, I, that were in similar positions to me went and did it. And I don't blame them for doing it, but I never wavered with my goals and my focus to just continuing to move on. And like there were many times, I can tell you stories where my water was shut off in my house and I would go out to the street and turn, turn the water on in the morning to take a cold shower. So I was broke and I just was always committed to doing it. And I just never wavered and I stay committed. And I, would, I will tell you, my success was directly driven by my efforts. The harder I worked, the longer I stayed, the better I did. But I also think it's important to work smart. I know people that put in a lot of time, but their time isn't focused. I'm one, I think balance is important, but I want to work hard and go home. And I want to spend time with my family. So I try to stay very focused during the day. Get I have to-do lists. I always make a list every night of what I want to accomplish the next day. I have monthly and annual goals. I check them daily. And it helps you have a track record of seeing what you've accomplished because everybody always pays attention to what they're not accomplishing. There was a lot of great insights in that answer and I'm so excited to get to all of them, but I am really glad that you mentioned your drive and grit because that is something that I admired about you from reading your story. It seems like it was something that you've had since such a young age. What are some ways you think young people can work on building that grit if they maybe don't have it? You know, I wonder sometimes if grit is, is ingrained 
taught, you know, where it comes from. Because you see a lot of people a lot of times that have great talent, but no grit. And I think if I could pick one, one character that I would want my children or anybody I know that I love to have in business, it's grit or drive. You know, the commitment to, to succeeding. I wanted success more than the pain it took to get there. You know, I think the answer is you have to be doing something you're passionate about. Focus on your passion and just be disciplined in your, in your daily work environment and what you accomplish. Now, I know in your own personal journey, there was a period where you checked out of what you were doing a little bit. What kind of advice would you give to anyone going through a similar situation where they're feeling maybe a little bit burnt out on something that they were once passionate about? So I wanted to be an owner developer, but I didn't have any money. So I got in the service business in real estate. So I was a broker that represented tenants, helping them negotiate their leases. My thought was that was great income, but it's very competitive. So I was a tenant rep broker for 20 years. And the reason I was a broker was I thought, okay, one, it's gonna create the capital I need to be a developer. Two, it's gonna create the relationships I need to know and be a good developer. And it's gonna give me the insight on how a deal works without having the capital to do the deal. In 07, I had, I knew I didn't wanna be in the service business anymore. I wanted to be just an investor developer. And one of the large national brokerage firms offered to buy my company. They wanted to buy my company, but they wanted me to commit to them for seven years. But I knew that that's not what I wanted to do. So what I did is I went to my key employees and I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to just be an investor developer. I'd like you guys to buy the company. So my, my top people bought it and I financed it for them. And the number was 20% of what I could have sold it for, but I did it because I knew what I wanted to do. So at that point, after I sold it to them, they came to me and felt like I needed to exit the company because they wanted to lead and people were used to coming to me for leadership. And I understood that. And I said, okay, so I, I went home and tried to work on my golf game. And I found out within a week that work is more fun for me than golf. I love golf, but I just, you know, wasn't the kind of guy that'd sit there and grind and play golf every day. I just like working. I like the relationship piece. I, it's my identity. So I just went back and took some, uh, took a small office in one of my buildings and, and started this firm, Cauley Partners, which was an investor development. My point is, is that I knew retirement's good for some and it's not good for others. I think work is my, is my whole identity. I mean, it's, it, it, it gives me purpose. It's interesting how you say you stayed in this area that you're passionate in, but it's almost like you changed your focus. And I think that's a great lesson for anyone maybe experiencing burnout on something they thought they loved. Well, and Alice, what it was too, in the service business, your time is your client's time. When you're an investor developer, your time is your own time. So like my phone rings a lot, but nothing like when I was in the service business. You know, I, I really think it's important when you get away to get away. And in the service business, it's hard to, because I think if you, if you leave work and just leave it alone for like a day or two, I think it, it creates more clarity on stuff that you're trying to think through. And I think it just gives you a break so that you can start looking at everything freshly. And so I try on Fridays to leave work alone till Monday morning. I'm glad you're speaking so much about balance. 
I agree that that is something that's very important. I at one time in my life, I was like work, work, work all the time because I was very, you know, driven and always wanted success. And I was in a motorcycle accident in 1997. I spent a year in bed in and out of the hospital, had eight or nine surgeries that year. And it kind of really recalibrated how I looked at life. It just taught me a lot. It got me, uh, it, it softened me as a person. It made me much more grateful. It helped me appreciate that every day is kind of a gift. And it helped me slow down and enjoy life instead of running through it. And I will tell you, when it's all said and done, like when I was laying in the ditch thinking I was dying, I wasn't worried about making more money. I was worried more about, you know, was I, had I made my life right with God? Do I have a good relationship with my kids? You know, what's my legacy? And not my legacy to you or to the world, but to my family. And so it, what's really important in life is, is relationships and experience, right? It's, and as I get older, it's just all about that. I mean, it's about like, I want to spend time and I want, I want fewer relationships, but deeper ones. And I think balance is so important because, I mean, we all tend to give our, put our families and our faith and everything else on hold for the almighty dollar or your career. And I think your career is better off if you can, if you can get to a balanced position early in your life and maintain it as you go through. I appreciate that perspective so much. I'm so glad you spoke about gratitude. You know, I think if anything, 2020 has shown us all to be more grateful for what we have with many challenges that we've seen. You know, and I, I think one of the big wins on 2020 is people spend more time with their families, right? You know, I've got teenagers and they're at an age where they would rather be with their friends than with me, but I've gotten some really good time in the last six months with my kids that I probably wouldn't have gotten in a typical year. I'm so glad to hear that. And that is such a great benefit. I know personally, you know, I'm spending some more time as, at home as well, more than I ever planned to be, and I am grateful for it. Now, as an expert in making sales and deals, what are some essential tips that anyone trying to sell something, whether that is maybe a young entrepreneur marketing their business, or even just someone trying to sell themselves in an interview, what are some essential tips that they should know about making a good impression? I would spend time understanding the company's philosophy, get on their webpage, get on all any kind of media that you can and read voraciously about the company and its culture and what it stands for. I'm not saying to be a chameleon, but if you go in there, you want to know how that person, what drives that person. I always size up the, the office. When I'm walking into an office, I'm more looking at what's around and on the wall in that office than the person when I first walk in, because it's going to tell you what his passions are. If he's a golfer, if he's a fisherman, if, he's, if his family's important to him, whatever all that is. And then I always look for an in to find something that's a common ground, something we can talk about before you start talking about the opportunity. The other thing is follow up. Like if you follow up and they don't call you back, wait a day, call them again. Wait a day, call them again. A lot, I know a lot of people in my position that wait to see how, how tenacious a person's going to be in following back up. Well, thank you for sharing that great advice. So in this time of COVID where we may be more disconnected than ever, what are some ways you think that young people can just find a mentor during this time? Well, 
people have more time on their hands than they've ever had, right? People are much more approachable. So I think now is a good time to build relationships. And I think everybody's a lot less edgy right now too, because they're spending more time with their family. I appreciate you emphasizing that you just need to reach out and connect. Finally, if you could recommend one person, book, or podcast that you think young people could really learn from, who or what would you recommend and why? I love Joe Rogan's podcast. I think Rogan is the best because I think Rogan, even if he disagrees with somebody, he's a very good interviewer. He gets the information out, even if, if he's not in agreement. And I like the way he spreads out his guests. Book, Bible. I think the Bible is the book. And uh, I'm a big believer. I start my day every day reading the Bible. And I just think it makes you a better person. Well, thank you so much for your recommendations. And thank you so much again for all of your time, Mr. Colley. Alex, I appreciate you having me. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Mentor Moments. And I hope you'll join us on the next episode to continue your growth journey. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at My Mentor Moments.